Fridays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hell of the tape. Looking at the numbers to see who has the advantage between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. There's not a lot to go off of when you're talking about the season. 1-0 for each team. Uh, but getting into the numbers gets an idea of how they played. 40 yards playing Pittsburgh Steelers. The Los Angeles Rams played division rival Seattle Seahawks. And so there is some numbers that we can pull out of this thing, but really we can just get a good idea of which players are making plays, how the team is performing, what are their strengths and weaknesses are. And it's a lot of fun. And so I'm looking forward to getting into this and talking all about the numbers. But I have to say, uh, if you're watching for the first time, like and subscribe. I really appreciate the support. If you're listening on an audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe, uh, give it a five-star rating, and it's available on all audio platforms. And now... But when we're talking about the numbers for the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams, it's it's one of those things where these two teams are so familiar with each other. And the 49ers have definitely had the upper hand over the last several meetings. Uh, besides the NFC Championship game in 2021, Kyle Shanahan has pretty much handled Sean McVay. But it's always interesting when Sean McVay and the Rams are the opponents for the 49ers because... Uh, it seems like there's been a lot of drama that goes with those games. It hasn't always been blowouts, uh, but big-time plays that end up determining the games on the field. So I'm really excited to get into it. So let's talk a little bit about these teams. First off, both of them 1-0, like we talked about earlier, uh, an impressive 30-13 to victory for the Rams over the Seattle Seahawks, 49ers 30-7 to over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So both teams are averaging 30 points a game right now on offense, uh, they both went about it a little bit of a different way. We'll get into that uh, during this episode. But uh, 30 points is definitely a benchmark for a very impressive offensive outing. And whenever you're in a rivalry game and you get 30 points, you have to kind of take a closer look. So I'm definitely interested to continue to uh, break down film of the Los Angeles Rams and where their strengths and weaknesses are and how the 49ers are going to attack it. We're going to be going through that all during the week. Uh, but the the Rams did a really good job of getting things done. Matthew Stafford's healthy. They established a little bit of a run game with Kyron Williams uh, and, and Cam Akers, so they got some things going there. And then a couple of receivers, young receivers, stepped up and made big plays for them, and that's how they were able to get on the board. But three rushing touchdowns 
for the Rams. So, I mean, they were finishing uh, in, the, in the red zone with touchdowns, and that came from Kyron Williams with two, and then Cam Akers with one touchdown on the ground. So, uh, very nice performance for the Rams, and we know how the 49ers did it. Mixture of run and pass, very balanced offense. Uh, Brock Purdy throwing for two touchdowns, and then, of course, Christian McCaffrey with the long run. That was spectacular as well. So, 65 yards is a very impressive uh, run overall and great blocking downfield as well. Looking at the run game, this is always something that's very pivotal in this matchup. When the 49ers establish the run game, and Kyle Shannon has said this for a while, if they can run the ball 35 to 40 times against the Rams, they feel like they can win. Well, the 49ers did not run it that many times against the Steelers, but they walked away with a huge victory and 188 yards on the ground. That's impressive. Anytime you get plus 150 and you get close to 200, you dominated in that area. Now, Christian McCaffrey had 151 yards on the ground. He was explosive. Uh, At times, he picked his spots, but he's so elusive. He's so good at handling the run game for the 49ers. And really, once the run game gets going with Christian McCaffrey, it opens up the rest of the offense. So I thought it was a really good play. production from the 49ers run game and then when you look at the Rams there wasn't a lot of yards and even if you look at yards per carry of the running backs it wasn't uh, that great but they were committed to running the football in this game and that's something that Sean McVay hasn't always done but he's showing commitment to the run game they ran the ball 40 times against the Seattle Seahawks now they were only able to walk away with 92 yards so they couldn't eclipse the 100 yard mark that is usually the standard for how you know you had a good running game. But if you're running the ball 40 times, it means you're committed to it and you're at least getting something done. So looking at the yards per carry, just Kyron Williams had 15 carries for 52 yards. That's 3.5 yards per carry. Not very many explosives either. Long of nine yards. Uh, Nothing really to write home about. Cam Akers had 22 carries for 29 yards. 1.3 yard average with a 12 yard uh, a gain as a long uh, so you're seeing not a lot there in the running game but a commitment uh, so we'll see if that commitment will hold true against the San Francisco 49ers whose defense was very good against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday so run game commitment is there from the Rams not exactly production there for the Rams and we'll see if that changes against the 49ers uh, from the Rams and let's talk about pass yards Matthew Stafford was back at it, and he was getting it done in a big way. 334 yards through the air, including uh, 10 receptions by Puka Nakua. That equaled 119 yards, uh, 11.9 average, 21-yard catch for his long. And then Tutu Atwell, the speedster, uh, six catches for 119 yards, a 19.8 average. Uh, per reception that's very impressive and he had a deep one downfield at 44 yards of course they have a lot of other supporting casts as well as Tyler Higby uh, chimed in with three catches for 49 yards and Van Jefferson four for 24 yards they are doing it without Cooper Cup but they're getting big production from two young guys and so whenever you get you know young guys to step up like this uh, that's going to help and they had to have that even though Matthew Stafford didn't throw for any touchdowns, he was getting the, the yardage through the passing game, and then they were finishing it up with a run game. So good job by the Rams. When it comes to the 49ers, I know it says 203 yards. Brock Purdy had 220. You have to take off the yards for sacks. Uh, but Brock Purdy was well in command, and this is a 49ers-type game. 
220 to 250 is pretty much the norm for the passing game, especially when the run game is going the way it does. 188 yards on the ground uh, is is very impressive. And I think anytime you're you're looking at at the numbers, you know, that's really good. So both teams doing it in a big way. The Rams a little bit more production on offense overall, but the 49ers uh, offense is definitely more balanced right now, even though the Rams had so many carries on the ground. So let's look at the quarterback competition here. Uh, Brock Purdy versus Matthew Stafford. I think it's a very interesting, you know, kind of look at both of these football teams. And um, with Brock Purdy, he's completing at 65.5% of his completions. Matthew Stafford, 63.2. Stafford's volume of throws was way higher. He threw 38 times, so 24 of 38 for Matthew Stafford. And that's kind of the Rams' MO throughout the years. As far as yards, you see here 220 to 234 or 334 for Matthew Stafford. Touchdowns, Brock Purdy, the two impressive touchdowns to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, He just continues on this streak. When he's starting a football game, they score, especially in the regular season, they score two touchdowns through the air every single game he starts. He's on a streak of six straight, longest streak in NFL history. Uh, So that's something to see if the 49ers can duplicate as they go into the Rams. Both quarterbacks took care of the ball with no interceptions. In fact, both didn't really have too many balls that could even come close to interceptions with Matthew Stafford only having one pass breakup against him. Stafford got rid of the football, though. Uh, He did not have any sacks. Brock Purdy did suffer three sacks, all of them by T.J. Watt. Uh, Of course, we know how good Watt is. He's spectacular. So uh, Watt was getting it done, beating uh, young Colton McKivitz, and McKivitz is... Got to step up. He's going to have some more tests this week. We'll see if the Rams, you know, put any uh, Aaron Donald on him or if they keep him inside, work him against Spencer Burford. I think it's going to be interesting to see where Donald lines up. But um, Brock Purdy and, and Matthew Stafford are going to be in a competition with the rating of Brock Purdy at 111.3, which is better than his last season average of 107.3. And then Matthew Stafford at one at 91.3 had a very solid game you know, for the quarterback. So to me, a very talented quarterback room is going to mean a lot of good plays on the field. And I'm excited to see it. Hey, Brock Purdy versus Matthew Stafford. Let's make this a thing game happening at SoFi or Levi South as 49er fans like to call it. Uh, but let's talk third down conversion rate. This is something that I talk about every week. I think between turnovers and third down conversions, it could be one of the most important stats during a football game and the third down conversion rate for the Los Angeles Rams, ridiculous. They converted at a 64.7 level. I mean, they're getting first downs at a high clip on third down and the four years are going to have to lower that in a big way. If they're going to have a chance to beat the Rams, you can't allow them to convert on third down. You have to get off the field, but the four years did a pretty good job as well. Uh, Six of 13, 46.2%. That is a good average. That actually uh, is past the average they had all last season, closer to 45% last year, this year a, a, a little bit up. Let's see if they can keep that trend. Let's get it to 50%. I think that's where Kyle Shanahan would like to get the third down conversion rate up to. And then as far as defensively, uh, you just got to stop the Rams on third down. You cannot allow them to have that many uh, conversions at that rate. If they do, they're going to win football games. They didn't turn over the football uh, and then they have this conversion rate. Spectacular. So let's look at the defense. Uh, the Rams held the Seahawks to a 22.2 third down conversion rate. 
That's good. That's really good. The, the Rams defense played very well against the Seattle Seahawks. And then the 49ers played well against Pittsburgh, a 33.3%. Uh, that is good. You want to keep it anywhere near 30%, and you've got a really good chance to win. I always say 35 and under is kind of what I'm looking for, and the 49ers defense got off the field. There were a lot of third-down conversions on that late first-half drive uh, from Kenny Pickett and the Steelers' offense, and I think that skewed the stats a little bit because the 49ers were playing prevent, and they got some third-down conversions, but... Overall, I thought the 49ers defense played really well, and there's nothing really to complain about a 33.3 rate. That means you're getting off the field, and the 49ers started the first five drives by stopping the Steelers. Spectacular. I broke down the first half of the defense over on Patreon. Go check that out. New patrons are joining to watch the film. They're enjoying it. Uh, you can go over there, too, and let me know what you think about the breakdown. I get real in-depth on all the all the techniques that they're employing, uh, who's supposed to be where, the coverages. It's a lot of fun. So if you enjoy film, you enjoy getting into learning more about football, hop over there. It's fun, and you guys can always leave me any questions, and I'll get back to you, and we'll have a fun conversation about the film as well. So third down conversion rate is going to be important. So let's talk about points allowed on defense. And you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers only scoring seven, so the 49ers, uh, seven points given up. And that that drive... The 49ers went back. They would could easily see themselves having a goose egg. Uh, so I thought they played exceptional. That first half breakdown, I saw very minimal mistakes from the 49ers defense. They were executing at a high level. They were in the right place, communicating well. Giving up seven in the NFL is spectacular this day and age. But the Rams with 13 is very good as well. Anytime you're going into Seattle and you're playing DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba and that running game, You've got to think that you're in for a tough battle. The fact they held him to 13 is impressive. That defense showing they could get off the field on third down with that low conversion rate and then holding the Seahawks only 13 points. It's it's looking like the Rams defense is something to be reckoned with. Of course, the 49ers are game wrecker, so it's where the rubber meets the road. We'll see how this goes. But it looks like the Los Angeles Rams are trending in the right direction as far as defense, and hey, maybe some people were right. Maybe the Rams aren't as bad as a lot of people predicted coming in the season. I don't really care. It's NFC West. Uh, these are always fun battles, but you have to go out there and you have to win. And I think the 49ers defense is going to want to go out there and show that they're still that defense. And the Rams are going to try to build on this. They have a lot of young players, but still have a beast like Aaron Donald. So it, it's definitely going to be something uh, to watch and monitor is how well this Rams defense plays. Was it a mirage or is this just who they are? They're that good that they can hold teams to just 13 points. Uh, that'll put them up there. If they keep this up, it's one of the better defenses in the entire league. So let's talk about the defense a little bit more. Uh, total defense, the Rams only gave up 180 yards to Seattle. Continue that domination. The 49ers give up 239, uh, which is a great number. Uh, 239 in today's NFL is spectacular. The 49ers gave up just, uh, I think it was just at 300 yards last year per game. And you can see they're well under that here with under 60 yards underneath that. The 49ers were number one last year in yards per game. And they're sitting there at a good number. And this will fluctuate as we get through the season. The more telling the tape we do, the more these numbers will change. And you'll get a really good idea of how these teams are, are playing week to week. Uh, but I think it gives an idea of how the Rams came out and handled themselves in week one with these uh, yards. And when it comes to the run game, we, we just talked about the fact that 
the Rams had a commitment to the run, and they were going to run the football, and they got just over 90 yards rushing the football, and they rushed it 40 times. Well, the 49ers only got the ball ran on them nine times for 41 yards, uh, and one of those was a 24-yard run by Najee Harris. You take that away, it was pretty much nothing on the ground. But 41 is impressive. Last year, the 49ers gave up 77 yards per game on the ground. So they're continuing that mold of stopping the run, and they looked really good. You're going to bring in two tight ends. The 49ers may come with Javon Kinlaw and absolutely stack you up with a five-man defensive front uh, that allowed Fred Warner to get upfield and blow up Najee Harris. It was really nice to see. So 49ers run defense looked good in week one against a Pittsburgh Steelers team that wanted to run the football, that wanted to establish an attitude of running the ball, and they were able to get it done. And on the other side, you have a very good Seattle Seahawks run game, and it the Rams held up, did not allow anything to happen, held them under 100 yards. Anytime you can do that in Seattle with Pete Carroll's commitment to running the football there, uh, I think you just had a really good game. And so I'm impressed by that number. I want to see what happens. 49ers had 188 yards on the ground in week one against Pittsburgh. And I don't think Pittsburgh is a bad run defensive team. I just think the 49ers executed at a high level. So I want to see, can the Rams hold up this 49ers run game? Uh, their, their total yards kind of says that they're going to give the 49ers more problems on the ground, but we'll see. Uh, definitely team makeup, make up, you know, different matchups, make up how, what happens in these games. So I'm excited to see what happens uh, when it comes to the run game. In the passing game, the Rams defense again. I mean, they're rolling out a killer Witherspoon, and they're holding Seattle Seahawks uh, to under 100 yards total. Now, I know that, you know, Geno threw for over 100 yards, just barely over 100. I think it was 112, but then he had the sacks. So, I mean, yeah, this is one of those things where, you're looking at it, and you're like, 95 yards. That's not good. Uh, that's great defense. So the Rams had a very dominant performance. 40 yards gave up 198 yards to the air, which is very good in today's NFL. So these two teams playing up to par on the outside and doing a very good job. So I'm excited you know, about how both of these teams kind of match up against each other. And I want to see, uh, can the Rams hold the 49ers down? Is the Rams defense really this good? I mean, is this how good the Rams' defense is going to be throughout the year? If it is, I mean, they have an opportunity. But, I mean, just listen to, you know, some of the guys. Byron Young, the young rookie out of Tennessee, had half a sack. Aaron Donald, half a sack. Uh, Michael Hoyt, half a sack. Kobe Turner, half a sack. So, uh, they were getting after it a little bit. Uh, there's the play, of course, where you have... Um, Geno Smith is seeing Aaron Donald come on the stunt. He's coming free, and he's like, oh, my God. And he just throws the ball away, looking for Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's it's pretty funny. And so I think that the the Rams' defense is going to have a lot to prove against the 49ers, but right now their numbers look pretty good. Uh, so you have to take them serious. If you're a 49er, of course, we know the 49ers always take teams serious. But if you're a 49er fan, take the Rams serious until – uh, they prove otherwise, and we'll see. They still have Aaron Franken Donald, and anytime you have Aaron Donald, you have to feel like they can get it done in one way or another. So let's talk about turnovers a little bit. San Francisco 49ers cost two turnovers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had the interception by Charvarius Ward. They had the interception by Talano Hufanga, and a near interception by Fred Warner. So they were out there. They were getting things done. 
and they were causing turnovers. The Rams, though they played such great defense, didn't cause any turnovers. Um, so they haven't gotten any turnovers yet on the season. The 49ers continued their turnover ways. Last year, 30 turnovers for the San Francisco 49ers, which was one of the top in the league. Not the very top, but it was top three in the NFL. So uh, 49ers doing it with INTs, and I, I know the fumbles are going to come. That's just how the 49ers go about defense is making uh, plays and taking advantage of opportunities uh, to get the ball back. And then when you're talking turnovers on offense, the 49ers had one turnover. That was a strip sack by TJ Watt. Niners put the ground on the ball or put the ball on the ground twice. Watt got one of those uh, to, to his Pittsburgh Steelers team. The other one, Brock Purdy was able to bring into his body uh, and keep it under his backside to protect the ball just long enough to, you know, ma maintain possession. Uh, so, the 49ers got to make sure they don't allow turnovers on offense and they've got to cause them on defense. That's the best way. Get after Matthew Stafford and force him to turn over the football. Uh, so the turnover differential, the 49ers are plus one, Seattle plus zero. You want to try to get that number up. Last year, the 49ers were plus 13 in the turnover department. I'm sure they'd love to expand on that even more. And the Rams are looking to do the same. But what this signals to me is the Rams took care of the football. The Rams made sure that they didn't make mistakes. Uh, they played good, timely defense, and they were dedicated to the run game. That's usually a recipe for success in the NFL. If you can run the ball consistently, not turn over the football, convert on third down, you're going to be tough to beat. So the four yards are going to have to make sure they give this Rams team a difficult time on both sides of the ball. First off, they're going to have to slow up those Rams on third down and make sure they get off the field. Uh, they have to force turnovers. And then on the other side of the of things, you know, you got to make sure uh, that you're able to run the ball against the Rams defense. The Rams defense did such a good job against Seattle. You got to make sure you run the ball, get the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands and get the ball into your playmakers hands. And I'm curious what's going to happen when the Keller Weatherspoon is covering some of these 49ers wide receivers like Brandon Ayuk, who Ayuk flew out on the scene. But plus that, we've got to see what's going to happen in week two of Tutu Atwell and uh, Puka Nakua. Uh, how are they going to do against the San Francisco 49ers secondary? A secondary that held up really well. Um, and I think that there's a very good you know, wide receiver room they just went against. They had some very talented players, Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens. But let's see, because McVay... When he draws things up, route concepts, uh, he can draw people up and open. They move the pocket. They get a lot of things going, and Matthew Stafford can throw into tight windows. So it's a different type quarterback you're going against. This is definitely a more experienced, uh, more talented quarterback in Matthew Stafford, and he understands what he's supposed to do, and he can make all the throws on the entire field. So to me, uh, this game is going to be a fun matchup to watch. Uh, 49ers always do well when they travel to Los Angeles to play the Rams. And this is the thing. Whoever wins this football game is going to be in first place in the division. Uh, so that's interesting. Already we're in week two. And after week two, we're going to have a division leader because both the Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks are 0-1. Um, and so this is a big one. This is more important than Pittsburgh. It's a divisional rival. Uh, it's an NFC conference game, and the 49ers are still looking and working towards potentially getting that number one seed. And I know it's only week two, but that's on the minds of everyone. That's why Fred Warner said they wanted to start fast, 
And we've got two premier defensive players in this game. Nick Bosa versus Aaron Donald. These guys are game wreckers. Let's see if they can wreck this game. It's going to be fun. Hopefully you wrecked the like button. Gave me a like for this video. Uh